Thank each and every one of you who have liked, subscribed, and or followed. This is truly news. It gives us a reason to get up in the morning because, well, we're mostly retired or other words that start with Rita. And <laughs> I'm a meter maid? Yes. I'm or lovely. Arded. You could be arted. <laughs> You're mean. I am. Which is why people like, subscribe, and follow. This is truly news. Because if I was nice, they wouldn't. So I'll still be a jerk if you would have your friends and family and co-workers, cohorts, co-conspirators, coconuts, cocaines, all <laughs> like, subscribe, and follow. This is True Really News, and thank you for your support. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Wallet Hub compared the 50 states across, well, most and least stressed states is what this is called. Wallet Hub compared the 50 states across 41 key indicators of stress. Of course they did. To determine the places to avoid and achieve more relaxing life. You know. All right. I need more stress. I'm too relaxed. I'm too laid back, said no parrot head ever. Our data sets uh, ranges from average hours work per week to the personal bankruptcy rate to the share of adults getting adequate sleep. Uh-huh. Do you do you want most or least stressed? Let's start with the most because who the hell would go there? Number 10, Tennessee. Point taken. Number 9, Texas. Okay, I'd go to Texas. Mm-hmm. But there's there's stress building in Texas because all the liberals are moving in and it's kind of <laughs> Number 8, Alabama. Bend Alabama, nice place to golf. Seven, Oklahoma. Who would go to Oklahoma? I would sooner not. Oh, my God. Google it if you're in England or New Zealand. Or Texas. (laughs) (laughs) No, they can spell sooner. They know what that is. Yeah, Um, but not when it's said politely. Number five, Mississippi. Okay. Number four, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. Number three, New Mexico. Have you noticed these are New Mexico? Yep. All right. Number two, Nevada. No. Yep. How can the place with Vegas be the least stressful? Work-related stress is uh, number 17 on the list, and health and safety-related stress is number 10. They're number one in family-related stress and seven in money-related stress. Imagine that. Number seven? Yeah. Okay. Number one? Hmm. Louisiana. That's the least stressful? Mm. No, that's the most stressful. Oh, good. That makes more sense. I thought we were just doing least stressful cities. I didn't know we were actually going up the scale. Holy crap, because if you have a city with New Orleans in it, you have to be stressful. Right. So you don't have enough beads. Let's get more laid back. This is weird. All right. What else is laid back? Nebraska. This I don't get. New Jersey. New Jersey's got little state syndrome being next to New York. Iowa? Well, I can see. Montana? I can see Montana. Wyoming? Maryland? They must, no. No, they carved D.C. out of it. No. Illinois? No. No. Delaware? <laughs> okay. I'm thinking, what? when's the last time you heard of anything in Delaware? Kansas. Dust in the wind? <laughs> Maybe we should send it to Delaware. There we go. Virginia. Slims. 
Rhode Island. Red. And Washington. D.C. No, the state of. Oh, that's least stressful. It would drive me McNutt's new for McDonald's. Right. I think I'm better off right where I am. Thank you, Tony. Right. My mom's basement. So it was October 1984. We all remember. George Orwell was in hot demand on the election. I actually don't remember October of last year. So <laughs> a Northwestern student named Michael Cole, who would later star in the Mod Squad. No, <laughs> that'd be the wrong direction, wouldn't it? I was yeah. say. He'd have to, to try and travel. <laughs> Google it. Uh, Link Hayes. Link and Julie were my favorites. Why was Pete always like the lead story? I don't, I don't get it because Link Hayes was cool. He was mm-hmm. cool personified because when he walked, his arms never moved. He didn't swing his arms at all. They just hung by his side and he walked very cool. And Julie was just <laughs> Northwestern student. Michael Cole attended a basketball game alone in October of 84. That he remembers that frightens me. Having well, been unable to hang on. Having been unable to find a friend to use the extra ticket he had purchased for $8.50. Oh, I thought nobody showed up for the game and he was. No, no. 38 years later. Cole, who is now 55, watched that spare, that spare ticket, which he'd held on to as a keepsake, sell for $468,000 at auction. It's a ticket to a Northwestern basketball game in the 80s. Is your mind going to the same place as I am? Why? What could what happened? Is it made of gold? Well, no, I'm assuming something happened in the game that was remarkable. You're right on the snout. Thank you. Or as we say in Catholic circles, bingo. Mm. It just so happens to be the only known intact ticket from Michael Jordan's debut game with the Chicago Bulls. Cole, whose 2012 Kia Sorento had died just a week before the auction ended, bought another used Kia Sorento. Said he plans to use some of his earnings to replace it with a sensible used car. My God, he's my wife. <laughs> I have $468,000. Yeah, cool. What is the cheapest, most reliable car? <laughs> Honda. That's true. Really? Mm-hmm. Canada's high. Just court. don't give your Honda to my daughter because she'll kill it within a hundred thousand miles. Of course, I already had over five hundred on it, so maybe that had something to do with it. Canada's high court decided a major player in a robbery scheme must pay seven point two million dollars in fines. Can he use the cash from what he stole? <laughs> I bet this guy's going to try. That Fair player question. is Richard Valeris. 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 Richard Valeris. Or Valeris. Currently serving an. Or Valeri. Currently serving an eight year prison sentence for his role in the $14.4 million heist that saw 3,300 tons of maple syrup go missing. You found another maple syrup heist? This is the one I mentioned before. Oh my I said, God. and remember, I foreshadowed this story by saying, gosh, it'd be nice to know the rest of the story. Oh, I get it. You were Paul Harvey. Yeah. So I'm doing a callback. With a little now. biblical foreshadow thing. Exactly. Dude, that's way too much for this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would have made it to rehearsal, you'd have known. We don't have rehearsals. Yes, we do. Well, that would explain a lot. Hmm. 
Between 2011 and 2012, this guy and his team targeted a Quebec warehouse that stockpiles an emergency reserve of maple syrup for the Quebec maple syrup producers. It's like a strategic reserve in case we need more maple syrup. Quick! (laughs) It's October and those doggone pumpkin spice pancakes are going like crazy. There's a socialist joke in there for Canada somewhere, but I'm not going anywhere near it. The scheme involved the thieves replacing syrup in the barrels at the Quebec warehouse with water. Okay, probably not your best choice, but hey, in a pinch. Syrup heist was big enough to put a dent in the global supply of maple syrup. Explains the global supply of maple syrup a little bit, doesn't it? Quebec produces more than 70% of the world's maple syrup. And 95% of the crabby French-speaking Canadians. (laughs) Valieris now has 10 years to come up with the cash to pay the fine. Or he'll have six more years tacked onto his current sentence. Also, for breakfast, he served substandard California maple syrup. Oh, that's just mean. Right? Where do we get, where's the maple, what, Maine, New Hampshire, somewhere? They have pretty good maple syrup, right? Yeah, well, there's some right up where you live. Uh, There's a guy who makes uh, maple syrup. Oh, yeah, just north of us. Yeah, and we have some of it. It's fantastic. Uh, This could be his chance. Scale up. Can we be done? Can we be done? No, we can't be done. Because I'm having visions of pancakes. That was... You have pancakes afterwards. Now, just read your darn story. Maybe it's another a sad... Shut up. All right, fine. Maybe it's a sad critique of the world we live in when a story following is classified as weird, but greed abounds in this modern age. So, when an act of kindness rises above the usual dreck of this world, it's weird news indeed. Yay. Why do I feel like Eeyore all of a sudden? Google it. <laughs> Eduardo Martinez of Honduras, who works near Broadway in New York, probably expected a, a more typical ending to his story. Early March, he rushed to get to work through a jam-packed Times Square. Is Times Square never jam-packed? Is there a moment where there's like, hey, look, let's just race through Times Square. I've passed through Times Square several times. Did you see the naked cowboy, naked singing cowboy? No, I, ne- I never. I was specifically looking for him, uh, but no, uh, I've never seen it not busy. Hmm. That's what day, I- day or night. All right, so he got through Times Square, which was jam packed, and dropped his wallet on the way. Whoops! Lost his IDs, personal effects. That would have been bad enough, but he also happened to have four grand in cash inside oh. his billfold. Oh. So as he waded through the crowd of tourists searching the ground, good luck with that, two police officers approached and informed him that the wallet had been picked up by a fellow commuter, turned over safe and sound. All of his IDs and personal effects were still in the wallet. And so was the four grand. Holy cow. I didn't expect that. I have to take, see, I think Blue Bloods is having an effect on New Yorkers. Good. Maybe they're getting to be better people. Yeah, let's just defend the whole city of 8 billion million people, thousands. What is it, about 24 million? Well, the whole metro is easily 24 million. Yeah, and uh, people are leaving in droves. You wonder why. Yeah, don't go to Philadelphia, though. They'll make you put on a mask. (laughs) Anything you say is stupid. Well, my wife always says. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's why is it everything you say? Because it's all about lawyers. 
Want to hear something stupid? Yes. Talk to your grandpa. Okay. Lawyer. Were you alone or by yourself? Yes. Lawyer. How long have you been a French Canadian? Well, I noticed I was grumpy when I was five. <laughs> Do you know how far pregnant you are now? I'll be three months on November 8th. Apparently then the date of conception was August 8th. Yes. What were you doing at the time? How many times have you committed suicide? Four times. I think, I think, the attorney, I, better? I think the attorney and the witness are related. They've worked together before. Have you lived in this town all your life? Not yet. I hope not yet. <laughs> exactly. Do you know something I don't know? This is true. Really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.